Hello, everybody. Welcome to Washburn's Podcast, episode 71. I'm your host, the enlightened and excited Eddie V. Joining me is the Washburn's Constantine, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going? <laughs> the Gunner Hunter himself, Mr. LeBron Dawkins. How's it going? And though he's not from Boston, we still love him. It's the Austin Campbell. <laughs> uh, oh, yep. Boston Austin. Boston Austin. <laughs> you know how many times I've heard that one? Boston Austin. <laughs> I, so, uh, hello everybody. How are you guys doing? Uh, pretty good. Happy Saturday. Um, I This might be a point of contention for some people out there, but happy happy PlayStation 5 if you got them. If not, you know, we, 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 we feel you. We're right there with you. Same with Series X and Series S. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whenever I get mine. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> yes. The next gen is here. Um, there's, you know, a lot of people have been gaming. They've been enjoying it. Some people have been having some problems. Some people had to take some of their systems back. But people who do got systems and everything, they are really happy and really enjoying that content. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later on in the show. Uh, but we're going to get into some quick housekeeping. Uh, this is episode 71 of the Boss Rush Podcast. Each and every week, we come together to talk about games and everything we love about them with our friends. You can join us live on Saturdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch.tv slash Boss Rush Games Live and be a part of the conversation. But if you can't join us live, no big deal. You can head over to youtube.com slash Boss Rush Games and Boss Rush Games com to watch the show or listen on your podcast service of choice remember to subscribe follow rate and review wherever you consume us it helps us out with discoverability and check out our familiar shows wherever you listen to your podcast and if you guys want to check out recap is finally debuting it is out there me and lara talked about ghosts in the shell do go check out that episode it was such an amazing time doing that it. was a fun show it really is, dude. Uh, and I, I was just going to give you guys heads up, heads up later on in the line. We do cover Event Horizon. So do be ready for that episode. <laughs> that one was a great one, too. But yes, uh, Recap is available for you guys to check out. It's part of our Boss Rush Expansion Pass. So you will be seeing more episodes of that coming out and more content going going out. Also, check out Benny. Uh, that is Celeste, David, and Dance. Also, a new show talking about things that's controversial that has been banned and the reasons why. So, do check out that episode also on Bosch Rush Gangs. Uh, that's part of our expansion pass. Um, check out. Uh, uh, Arsenal X this week. The guys uh, do the history of Halo, kind of talk about it, celebrate it, and try to see what the future of what Halo Infinite will be talking about. Uh, check out Crossroads uh, also this episode. Leron, do you want to break down what uh, what happened this week on Crossroads? Uh, this week on Crossroads, it was basically just uh, just PlayStation Love Fest. <laughs> we were <laughs> we were getting ready. We were just getting ready for some things uh, for the PS5 launch uh, that happened on Thursday. Uh, we also we also uh, shared the love that uh, that that was. That, that happened on um on a previous boss rush podcast show and um and we talked about our favorite moments of mass effect given that the new tr- the, the remastered trilogy is coming out and uh didn't what was the other thing we, we talked about something big we it was a big deal what was it i can't remember i mean we also talked about the new spider-man suits uh we talked about yep. uh all the uh the pain that goes with uh <laughs> memory and playstation oh. and <laughs> yeah 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 storage so- 
Yes. So you guys can check that out on Crossroads. And they go live on uh, Tuesdays at 8.30. Definitely with Arsenal X, they go live on Sundays at 8.30. So you guys can check that out. On Nintendo Power Block, uh, we actually talked about a little bit of the Mass Effect and... Um, uh, we kind of talked about the rating, not ratings, the stats of Nintendo Switch and some of their games and kind of hypothesize where will Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity lay at. So do check that out. And our great friend, David Laxby, he has uh, gave us the Game Fact Events, one of our new sections, where he's talking about uh, Nintendo and the Seattle Mariners and how King Griffey Jr. Baseball came to the Super Nintendo. So do go check that out. Also check out Destiny, uh, Tyrus Casual, um, Beyond Light is available. So Corey and our good friend Josh, they go and cover that. So check everything that up. But that's this week for uh, uh or I should say last week. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, but this is this uh, present week uh, for our content that is up, and you guys can read that. We also got some writings on on it, which we're going to be talking about. One of them that I did uh, for our show, but check out all not Austin. Check out our good friend Logan. He has uh, gave an epilogue uh, or a eulogy in a sense to the PlayStation Four. So do check that out. Um, with it, um, and then I'll talk about the one that I wrote that you guys should all all check out. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're gonna jump into some mini boss talk because we got a lot of topics and everything. Um, the Switch has topped U.S. console sales for nearly two years, and I had to I had to turn it to the NBA gym and just say it's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like without a shadow of doubt, the Switch has been a hit kind of since it's released in 2017 and it just continues to grow definitely with the pandemic that happened it was harder really to find a switch it became people's like primary system where playstation 4 and xbox one and uh xbox one x kind of became secondary so what did you guys think about this like is it good to see that nintendo is in a better position or has Nintendo always been in a better position, but a lot of people just didn't recognize it. I'm going to let you gentlemen go first. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go first. So like, you know, like obviously with the Wii U, like, I think, I think the thing is, is they kind of, I don't know if it was just, you know, technology wasn't, wasn't cheap enough to, to basically be where they are right now. Uh, with the switch and you know so like the whole like tablet thing was a great idea but you know like obviously like what people wanted was uh, an actual console that could literally be brought anywhere and then also play on the tv and you know and what we got in the switch and so you know like i think i think a lot of people just skipped that 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 console just because it it wasn't quite what what they wanted or you know like what they what they what you know expected or yeah or more so like it didn't have the mass appeal that you know like you still had the people who who are really big uh, Nintendo fans who are gonna buy you know the the Wii U but um, for more, you know, the majority of people, it just wasn't quite what they wanted. They either wanted just a traditional console or a handheld, you know, like, because, you know, no one can deny that, that Nintendo has just always been the best at, at handhelds, you mm -hmm. know, and, 
and for them to basically turn their main console into a handheld you know is is something i think that we've kind of thought about you know in the back of our minds for a long time would be a great thing and you know once they did it i mean it it proved it proved itself you know that i mean that that's what people want especially you know in japan and stuff like that a lot a lot of thing people play on phones and and stuff like that and you know and just doing stuff on the trains which you know like it just it just was a perfect a perfect fit for for where technology is going with which, phones and stuff which so. is is good that you mentioned uh japan because we were talking later on uh earlier in the week about how nintendo has a whole like 83 what 83 percent yeah sales wise in japan and mm-hmm. sony and microsoft kind of shit really really nintendo as sony and microsoft if you could find anything in japan um they would have something there like one thing yeah, I was, mostly one thing pc oh, there they're mostly PC yeah see yeah uh go ahead uh Laura. one thing i'll say one thing i'll say about nintendo is nintendo knows how to market to their people that's that's one thing. That's the reason why it's so successful over here in the West in the United States. Like they know how to market. They um, you know, as as a gamer, Nintendo is like my my last place system. Uh, just 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 speaking honestly, I mean, like I'll buy I buy one I buy usually a Sony for well a PlayStation first. I'm a PC gamer, so and, and I work in the IT field, so PC is my main rig. Um, and then like my optional one. Because of the way Microsoft has marketed how they do their software, like there's no need for me to buy an Xbox, even though I may finally take a plunge and buy it, buy my very first Xbox in like forever with a with a Series S. But um, Nintendo knows how Nintendo knows how to market, you know, their 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 product as well as their their games to their audience. They know they know their their audience basically inside and out. I'm not their audience. Like I just happen to be one of those. I just happen to be one of those random people that buy a system because like I enjoy what they had what they have to offer. But I mean, you know. For the most part, like most of the games that Nintendo comes out with, I don't, you know, I don't just run for. I have like a set few, but where, but where I was actually going with this is that, um, is that the main reason why Nintendo like has able to maintain and be a top selling, um, uh, a top selling, uh, manufacturer, platform holder. yeah, platform holder, is honestly because. Because the marketing is there, the marketing is solid, and uh, they don't try to they don't try to to razzle dazzle you with a bunch of uh, of hardware. In, in mm-hmm. all seriousness, all honestly, okay, because we have the NES, we had the Super NES, and then and then and then the big and then the big dog came, Sony PlayStation, that came, and uh, and the way Nintendo was still doing things, it still felt, it still felt like you know like the system you grew up with. And and to a to a certain extent, the Nintendo systems did not grow up as we grew up. So basically, the gaming base splintered off. Like like you know like the company started developing games for people that had actually matured, but were still mm-hmm. gamers and stuff like that. That's why it and, took that's why it took Nintendo a long time to start getting rated M titles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like I mean, it was literally like pulling teeth for the for the Nintendo sixty four to get some M rated titles. They eventually got them, but I mean. It was they like got a, them. In, they got them on Super NES and ready games. I don't remember. I don't remember any. Murder Super Combat Two was the first in ready game. Was, that was T. No, Murder Combat Two is ready M. Okay, um, I'm not gonna. I won't argue with you because you may, you probably know better than I do. But um, I could have sworn. So after, I could have sworn. Yeah, so after, I could have. Yeah, so after 
after Night Trap went through everything and uh with in Congress and everything, they ended up making the ESRB. And once they got a straight rating system, Nintendo decided to change it because uh, there was, of course, they lost on Mortal Kombat, but the first one when Mortal Kombat Two came out, they put an M on there and they started doing mature games for Super Nintendo because they did the fatalities and blood and stuff mm-hmm. on there, mm-hmm. and that became a big seller. For Mortal Kombat 2 on Super Nintendo. So they had M-rated games. And all started with the 16-bit. Okay. Okay. I'm 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 I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> I that just so that just shows you right there how much I kept track of Nintendo after a certain point. Because um because not because when the Super NES was out, I just say good uh, Genesis. So and there was already readily available like M, like mature titles out there. I'm not gonna say M-rated titles, but there's already readily mature titles out there. Sure so, stuff, yeah. so I didn't, so I didn't keep track of it. You know, plus Nintendo, Nintendo has a, has had a reputation for playing it safe. That's why I was saying when we got to the PlayStation One era, and more mature games for people who had grown up playing video games showed up. That's when we saw a division. And um, and actually, I will speak a little bit more about that when we get to your topic a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um. Austin, go ahead, because I'm gonna say I'm gonna speak on this after you. Go ahead, Austin. What uh, what did you think about the success and just any thoughts about Nintendo in a sense, uh, with their sales and how how things work for them? Well, I think uh, I, I have a couple of thoughts, but the first one that I really like to point out is the reason why it's so big in Japan is the same reason that PS Vita was big in Japan. Everyone is commuting. Everyone wanted that handheld. And PS Vita, as much as I love it, it's the Switch is a better version of it. That's <laughs> it true. Just don't have that's it. the truth. It doesn't have the PlayStation Trophy, so that's the only reason why I don't like it as much. But I mean, that's just I'm one out of a million that that has that uh, thought process. Mm-hmm. But uh, the mm-hmm. other thing is, is I I'm super excited that Nintendo has the success. Mm-hmm. Like like Jesse said, I mean, the Wii U was just kind of. Eh. And, and I think a lot of people got confused that. It's the same as the Wii, but with the tablet. And if I don't like those kind of games, or like, and then remember the U draws that were on the regular or on the first Wii, like I think that's what people were starting to think it was, and it wasn't enough you, to sell I think on a you, console. I think U draw came to was it Wii U? Only U draw came. I think it may have been on Wii U, but yeah, I thought yeah, there was a, Wii, a drawing yeah. ver like some right, kind of tablet attachment. That was Ubisoft, and yeah, because mm-hmm. U draw was big on Wii U, and when they did the second version, they brought it to 360 and I think PS3, yeah. and it didn't sell well. Yeah, so I think it just wasn't enough to sell people on a, a new what was it? Was it 350 when it came out? Or was it 400 when the Wii U came out? It was 300. It was three hundred. Okay. Yeah. I guess one is a little bit higher. Hmm. No, it was three hundred because it was two forty nine for the white one that had like the lesser gig, and then it was three hundred for the mm-hmm. black one, and then they got rid of the white one and just made the uh, basic three hundred black one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, so I, I think there was just not enough, and then a lot of people were like, "Man, what if Nintendo goes downhill and they have to put their games on Xbox and PlayStation?" There's all this. I was like, "You don't want that because first of all, it won't go like that." They won't make the the class of Nintendo games and put it on Xbox and PlayStation. They'll go the mobile route because, yeah. or they'll go the handheld route. They they won't they won't they won't stop making consoles. They just won't make the home console that we really want. That from like N sixty four and GameCube and so on and so forth. Uh, so I'm personally excited to see the switch happen because it makes Nintendo it lets Nintendo make the games that they make. Yeah. Otherwise, 
we're going to get a lot of Mario runs, you know, Mario Kart. And if you like those on mobile, that's fine. I personally don't. It just doesn't have mm-hmm. the same charm as it does on the console versions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but the, yeah, those are my two thoughts. I, I really love Nintendo. I'm there. It's their second to PlayStation for me, but I'm glad to see the success they have. I don't want anyone to not have success so they can put their games on my console because it never works out that way. That is That's a dream world <laughs> that we live in where every game goes on one console and it all works out the same. It won't work that same. Right. There's always so, so much. It's actually, actually <laughs> what, we've, the, what we've got, what we've seen so far, it's actually the opposite. If you get more success, you yeah. you have chance of seeing games uh, from other consoles come on. Come to yours. Like, you know, Cuphead's yeah. on Switch and like you know and like now so, more more ps uh playstation games coming to pc and stuff and yeah, yeah so you know. so my thing is i think nintendo has always been successful they always been innovative and always thought about innovation of course their controller and what they could do with graphics it was kind of surprising seeing what nintendo could do with hd um because we you was the thing and it was just like oh my goodness just looking at Pikmin 3 and looking at the water and the fruit and everything, it was just like Nintendo has done completely something different with HD with Wii U. Actually, um, Nintendo Nintendo owes a lot of that credit to NVIDIA, though. Nintendo what? Nintendo owes a lot of that 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 credit to um to NVIDIA the partnership of NVIDIA yeah. currently because I yeah. mean and if they stay with NVIDIA like having access to the um to the DLSS and the um I, and and all that stuff man this man the Switch the Switch it, Two it, the Switch Pro or where they decide to call it is going to be is going to be a beast and that's why I actually what if they went if, if they because I think they still going to use with NVIDIA that's why I actually around I'm like can you picture them going with AMD and they get something like their latest chip. In all in, in all honesty, if they go of AMD, that punches that punches Nvidia in, in the nose because in all seriousness, in my opinion, and this is just me as an IT guy right now, Nvidia I mean AMD is making some really big uh leaps and bounds into both Intel and Nvidia's territory. Yeah. I mean so, I mean, you know, oh, they're still they're still they're still they're still low man on the totem pole competitors, but they're they're another option and they're actually a more budget friendly option for the most part. And and you know how Nintendo is with budget and being friendly. Mm-hmm. If they could get something, if they could, if they could push something out <laughs> on the cheap, look at the. They someone did. I think Kotaku, someone or Vice, they just put out a story about Gum, uh, Gunpei, uh, uh, Yokoi. Uh, I believe that's his name, who was the innovator of Game Boy and how he took these lesser chips, gave that to create the Game Boy, and look how well that sold and how that was in the uh, in the handle. And Nintendo has always been able to be like, let's take the lowest tech, do something we that no one have never done, and really showcase what we could get out of it and Act- still get people... I don't. Uh, people are I don't still making they... walls of Game Boys that they use to yeah. make like music and stuff. Like I, have, I don't know if any if you guys have ever seen that, but there's like these. Uh, there's a, a couple of people on YouTube that I've I've watched that like they have just it's like a whole wall, and it's all Game Boys and and they're they're all hooked together to process to to use as a thing to make electronic music. <laughs> it's crazy. It's great. Uh, Each one plays a different tune. 
the thing with Wii U, why it wasn't successful in a lot of people's eyes, is I don't think it's mostly Nintendo's fault. I think it's mostly was third party fault. Third party during that time with 316 PS3, they've the idea of their sales on those consoles will be better. It it wasn't with online functionality always for all games. Uh, there's really- something there's something else in the background about that because Nintendo Nintendo had a bad relationship with third party developers for a while. And and, and, and the switch and, and the switch started, helped repair it. And, and that and that all started with definitely with the N sixty four because yep. cartridges were expensive. And why you have all of these games on PS one, same as you have with all of the shovelware stuff, is that this was easier to print. So they could just put they could put any kind of game on it and put it out on ps1 but you still had so you had a lot of games on ps1 compared to well there was well there was also another problem there was also another problem nintendo had such a stranglehold on what what they would allow on their system yes and and during this time, just to give everybody a little bit preference, this is before Iwata, because I think Yamauchi, who was president of Nintendo before he passed away, he was still running the company behind the scenes in that way. When GameCube came out, that's the time that Iwata took over, and then you start seeing this turnaround for Nintendo, because he had GameCube, he had Wii, and he had part of Wii U and stuff, and that's how we got the Nintendo Directs. That's how Nintendo was changing their landscape of how people view them definitely mm-hmm. here more mm-hmm. here in America than they were in Japan because Japan, regardless of what you don't think about gaming in Japan, that's a whole nother scenario of stuff of games and a place where how they get their culture and stuff. So Nintendo really had to try to get on. I think with Switch, they really made up a lot, a lot of a lot of things up with a lot of people. You know, losing Square Enix was a big hurt to them. Losing Konami was a big hurt to them. because, And even Capcom, that was a big hurt to them because those three companies is kind of what made the NES, kind of what made Super Nintendo yeah. and everything. You know, Dragon Quest Warrior, or Dragon Quest at that, when Dra- yeah, Dragon Warrior, before it became Dragon Quest, was big in Japan. Like, they would mm-hmm. take the Tuesday off from school. People would line up to do that for NES and Super Nintendo. You never got anything like that till like, almost a couple of years in the past here for America. Um they had to make all of that up. So when Square Enix got with Nintendo and started just putting the games out on the 3D, on their handheld stuff, they started seeing money. Konami still had their Konami switch and stayed with Sony because of the success of Metal Gear. But then Konami kind of realized that you know we might want to get back with Nintendo and put something out and look at how Barber Man has done for them with. Uh, on Switch, it really made Konami be in the best light, even after Kojima stuff and Capcom. Wait, 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 hold, wait, hold on a second. You, you really think Bomberman put Konami back on the map for Nintendo? A lot of people, a lot that of game people. Was, wasn't great, for, right? For, for, right? For really. was, right? For what? It, for what it was when Bomberman was, because Bomberman was part of Konami's uh, release launch thing, and it was selling. Bomberman was like almost the hottest thing close to where Puyo Puyo Tetris was for Switch. So people well, were buying it. And don't forget, Konami was getting trash because of what they was doing what they did to Kajim. Well, well hold so, on. Hold on. Okay. I think I think the reason why, once again, it goes to how Nintendo how 
the games are marketed on the Switch. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guarantee you, yeah, like they'll get some breakaway sales if they shoot if they re-release Twin Snakes on the on the Switch, the GameCube. Well, I mean, first they need to make sure they do it better than they did the re-release of uh, Mario Sunshine. But anyway, um, if they re-released like Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes on the Switch, it would be their number one selling title for a couple yeah. of for a couple of months at least. But the but basically, it's all about how they market their games. Like they like. They can be guaranteed another uh, a Silent Hill would would sell well on the Switch, so they had to go the route of where like all the other well, titles. The question about the question about Silent Hill would it sell well anyway? Because after two, it's kind of been like one of their games. Silent Silent, 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 still, uh, Silent Hill still has a has a good has a good turnout when it I, when it, I still like it. <laughs> yeah, Silent still yeah. Silent Hill still has a good turnout uh, for the most part. I mean, it's not breaking down doors like like Resident Evil and and Demon Souls yeah. does. It's not breaking down doors, but but. Silent Hill still turns a profit for Konami when they release a new Silent Hill game. I have, I have yet to hear like because I have friends who love Silent Hill. I have yet to hear them say, "Oh, oh, this game, this game bombed." You know, now they 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 still get it, they still play it, and they still have the viability. But um, but, but the thing is, I I do think though that if they were to remaster or re you know redo the the Silent Hill games like like Resident Evil did, um, I do think that they would be right up there if not. You know, like selling just as much as uh, Resident Evil's games did. Yeah. Because the the you know like those same people that bought Resident Evil, uh, I guarantee the majority of them uh, would have always been into Silent Hill as well. I know I personally, like I was too. Like I loved the movie and like you know so. Like they actually had a decent movie, unlike Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, the, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that first Silent Hill movie was amazing. I, didn't they make a yeah. sequel? They made a sequel, didn't they? Yes, they. I did, did not yeah. watch that one. That but uh, but like, that first that one is like almost Silent Hill three, I think. When the little girl, the girl was in the mall and stuff, they were trying to yeah. go for that one. Yeah, but yeah. Silent Hill won the movie. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but, but, go but ahead, circ- yeah, circling back to Bomberman though, like they had to make a game that they knew fit in the niche of what mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch and what Nintendo games are about. They couldn't take a chance and drop like the Phantom Pain or Silent Hill 4 or you know mm-hmm. or some of their or, or even Metal Gear Solid Rising Revengeance. I'm not even sure how well that would would take to the even though technically Revengeance didn't do good. Well well but... what I'm saying well but it might have had a better chance on the Switch though because it was more of an arcade style game. So there's well, that this possibility. Is, well this is the thing about it it was platinum. So, like, Platinum Games made that for Murder Gear, Sol- Murder Gear Rising Revengers. Platinum mm-hmm. made that with Konami. So, if they, so, and that was weird. And don't forget, this is when, this is after the fact that Platinum, I think they did Bayonetta 2 already. And, and it may have been after. No, uh, no, I this think, is before Bayonetta 2. So, okay, so then. Platinum wasn't Platinum was getting work, but they wasn't getting that kind of like praise like Bayonetta two gave, in a sense. It's it's very weird. Um, yeah. So but, so but, ultimately, it's all about it's once it's all about marketing. That that's really what it yeah, is. They 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 fought. Mm-hmm. They got they have to find their niche because like they have to be they have to tread lightly. They've got they've got the one side which is a minefield of like they got to re, they still have to rebuild their reputation with their third party developers. Like third party developers are coming in a little bit more steadily now, saying hey we want to put this game on your system now. But there was a time when nobody wanted to turn around because like when I was working at GameStop, it was funny because people would be asking me all the time, hey where's this game at? Or where's this at? And where's this out? And we're like, it's not on the Wii. 
And and we have and we have to tell them that seriously, knowing that they are a we customer, a we shopper, and stuff like that. You get, oh, I had that at Toys R Us. Everybody was just like, "Is is this gay? Is uh, Betra Kazooie on we we you?" I'm just like, no. Like, stuff. Someone came up and asked, "Was Ratchet and Clank on was on we you?" I'm like, no, that's Sony. And literally, I had to drive customers to the section to show them this is the game on this system because they're the ones that made it. I just showed you everything that's in the Nintendo section. Well, no, no, I, I wasn't. I wasn't talking about mainly like first party titles. I'm talking about that bomber. Oh, I'm that, about that, any title. No, no, I'm talking like games like that Bomberman title. That Bomberman title could have easily mm-hmm. been multi-platform. And that's what I'm talking about. Games that it, it, games I, that we know are multi-platform. We, you know, like, uh, you know, like we, you, yeah, in retail we do get the random customer that doesn't that doesn't understand that Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter, Uncharted are Sony titles, Halo, mm-hmm. my, uh, you know, Microsoft titles. We we get that, but but a good portion of the gaming of the gaming generation and community they mm-hmm. know that these games are either single platform or multi-platform. Yeah, well, well I think it's. Uh, oh, go ahead, Austin. Oh, I was going to say that, going back to what you said earlier about Nintendo being innovative, I think both of these things are like research and development, where Konami knows that they put Castlevania remasters on the Switch, they're going to sell. They know if they put Contra remasters on the Switch, they're going to sell. But if we put Bomberman on the Switch and it sells, we know we can sell anything. And so I think that's what LeBron was saying is... If we put Sega, Bomberman out there and it sells, we know we're gonna be all right, and we yeah. can Sega, continue. Mm-hmm. Sega did that with Puyo Puyo Tetris. They put that mm-hmm. game was only exclusive on Switch, and bef- and when actually, that game came actually, out, aren't those Puyo it, Puyo titles always always on Nintendo systems though? No, I I I no. I, 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 I no. can't remember. Puyo Puyo, the, I can't remember seeing Puyo Puyo was the on the on the Vita, I believe, but um, they're on handhelds in all seriousness. Puyo Puyo it's on consoles I, now. Puyo Puyo had a different name because it was the jail ones that connected. They had a different name, and they and they were those kind of games weren't big, but because Sega somehow released it on, because I don't know how even I Sega remember, got to Tetris. I remember, Puyo, was, I remember was, Puyo Puyo being way back in freaking Dreamcast days. I remember, I remember, I I had a Puyo Puyo game. <laughs> I mean, it is that old. Yeah, it is that old. It is. Yeah, yeah it is old. I I just think it went under a different name in America. Uh, at the time, uh, we could research that later. Uh, but yeah, when Puyo Puyo Tetris was doing like mad numbers and selling out, then Sega decided to put it on PlayStation Four. I don't think it came off on the Xbox, uh, but they put it on PlayStation Four like almost a couple of months after the game came out for Switch, and then nobody touched it on PlayStation Four because play- because crazy. PlayStation gamers don't play those type of games. That's and that's what I'm saying. Nintendo knows where their gamers are. That's why these games. That's why these games sell like gangbusters, and that's why these systems jump off the shelves. That's that's basically what I've been trying to say this whole time. I guess I guess I've been but, talking in circles. <laughs> no, you, you're right. It's okay you're though. Right. You're right. Play, right. PlayStation got Tetris Effect, and that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Especially no, in VR. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Yeah. Are, but, are we gonna play Tetris Effect, or are we just gonna play Luminous? Because I'd rather play Luminous. Well, well, have you played Tetris in VR? I have not. No, it's amazing. I don't oh, understand it. Is it? it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people like Tetris Effect. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't have the best relationship with VR because I, I have astigmatism. So like my eyeballs uh, do these weird things when the visor's on yeah. my head. And and don't forget that yes, you guys got Tetris Effect. Xbox Series X got Tetris Effects. Uh, I forgot what the. Um, what it is now because it's another it's another name and everybody's enjoying that and we got tetris uh for 99. switch 99 which yeah. people, people are loving so i'm not loving I, it because i don't have online 
know what? Wait, you don't have the internet? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't have. No, I don't have, have Switch online. Oh, uh, <laughs> which is fine. Which you didn't wait, pay wait, the like, $10 like, a year. Like, yeah, like, wait, like, 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 wait, like, wait, like, wait, like, wait, like, wait, yeah, I don't have online. How am I hooking up with y'all right now? <laughs> you, you mean all you had to do is pay $10 and you can play Mario Kart online listen, and all the NES and SNES games and you were like, nah, that's not a good listen, deal. All those, listen, all those, uh, listen, everybody, everybody, everybody knows me from Crossroads know that, uh, <laughs> that I'm not a multiplayer gamer and I don't like the idea of buying, you know, like an online subscription just to play online multiplayer games when it's like um i don't really play them but you know y'all y'all basically gated a tetris game which i will play behind the online system and i was like which is only 20 dollars but but you know what everybody in the chat let us know what did you think (laughs) do you do you feel like are you are you happy with Nintendo's success because i definitely am oh i'm happy Um, i'm happy and and i yeah because Nintendo is my system. I, I, it's my number one. Oh, we know it's your system. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I heard Crossroads. There's a reason. There's a reason this was the first topic of the show. Hey, hey, that's why, hey, that's why, hey, that's why, half, that's why half of the Crossroads team is on this show today to keep you in check, buddy. Crossroads <laughs> <laughs> like to throw the shades to me. AX. You know, when I come on, I can't say the, I can't say Nintendo on it because I got throw money in the jar. Well, it's, it's not that it's not that you can't say Nintendo on it. It's just that you, every single thing that we talk about, you know. Okay, now this is why Nintendo is better. Than... This is why Halo would run better on the Switch. And you know what? Jesse, look, Jesse W to a T. We have been we have been podcasting for like four years. Is Jesse W to the T, and like I said, I love Nintendo, it's, I love Microsoft, I love Sony, well, and, that's, and that's why I'm glad that you're that you're hosting, you know, Pal Block because it's you know it's like the perfect show for you. I'm, and I'm you guys, to, I'm trying to get on oh. AX and I'm trying to get on Crossroads, and I I know how to keep my Nintendo fandom, but I trust me, I have a lot to say about Microsoft and Sony. Austin, Austin, <laughs> I just I just made clips out of that whole little exchange just now, especially about the Halo running on Switch. Oh my, that's that's going to be sound bites on Twitter for the rest of the weekend. We're going to move on to our next story because it seems that Nintendo might have a console. I, this is the most bunkers thing. So there's a Bojangles theme Series X yeah. that you guys are able to win. Uh, you guys can check the picture out, and all our new stories come from Game Informer, so do go check them out and go support those crew at Game Informer. I seen this, and Celeste had me dying. I'm like, <laughs> Shout out to Celeste, uh, part of an, uh, uh, she's part of another Zelda podcast and Nintendo Pablo here on Boston Russia. She does one v ones. I seen this, and I'm just like, what is this craziness? Like, what is this mess? And if it gets me a news <laughs> Xbox Series you know X, what? I don't you know what? what yeah, I don't care what color it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, it's, <laughs> so the design of the system is in a box of a Bojangles, and it has a, uh, a disc. And, yes. It and has the handle, too. Uh, yeah. I... I laughed when I was I actually thought somebody was making this up. Man. And sure enough, like, oh, this is real. Man, um, it's, it's, it's like, what is this? 
Who are your guys' thoughts on it? Uh, Ron, uh, what is your thoughts on this? Man, okay. When I saw when I saw Celeste throw it up in the chat, I was like, "Is this real life right now?" I I am I cannot believe what I'm saying because I literally thought that this was like the Bojangles, like the like the twelve piece chicken box. <laughs> <laughs> with the with with the Xbox shape and colors, <laughs> I was like, man, oh man, like, I I I don't have anything to say besides, um, I need to go buy a bacon egg and cheese combo and get a and get a game ticket. <laughs> and see, I don't have a Bojangles around me. So. Yeah. Oh oh oh, more oh bigger. I was gonna uh, ask you op- that who has a Bojangles. Oh, I've got them. oh, I've got. I've got one like five minutes up the road, and if, and if um and if I happen to be near nearby the military base, like there's one right there too. Is it Lucky. how good is it compared to other? Because it's a chicken place, right? Okay, yeah. When it comes when it comes to fried when it comes to fried chicken, I'm I'm gonna say that them and Popeyes duke it out. Like like Bojangles okay. Bojangles has an edge in one in one way, and Popeyes has an edge in, in certain other ways. The main I want to say the main edge for Bojangles is um they do something with the seasoning that actually that actually gets under the skin into the chicken. So like so, see that was that's what we so I, if, if I if I try Bojangles and this because I I don't think Popeyes chicken is popping. I just don't. Um. If I their sandwiches and yeah. stuff like there, it's everything else. Like well, I mean, well, here's what I'm gonna say. Like Popeyes chicken compared compared to KFC, I'm gonna eat Popeyes. Oh yeah, I'm gonna eat KFC. Yeah. You eat KFC? Ooh, ooh, your poor. Can we, can we all ooh, your, your poor stomach. Churches. Yes. Churches oh yeah, yeah. Churches. Yeah. Well, yeah ch- the, the thing, bar is on the floor the for churches. <laughs> the thing. Now getting extra with, fried chicken at a church is different. Go ahead. Oh yeah, it's very different. (laughs) The thing with KFC for me is like I just I like for the longest time I hadn't eaten there in a while, and then they came out with that that Nashville hot chicken and stuff. Okay, now that is good. That That is stuff. That's the best. Oh, you haven't? Oh, it's so good. It's oh, it's so good. Me and me and Jess was just oh. Me and Jesse was on the phone. We were Skype calling or something because you told me about it. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I knew about it, but I didn't go get it, so I wouldn't have tried it. And me and Jesse literally was talking about it. It's it like, oh, the spice <laughs> is hot. It is really hot, but it's just like it's it makes the it makes their chicken taste way better <laughs> than the original one. Yeah, that is, that's uh, true. I mean, it's a mild heat. It's I mean. Mm-hmm. It it's one of those that adds up over time as you as you eat more, but yeah, it's it's uh it's yeah like an oil based basically like kind of uh, sauce that goes over it, and it's yeah it's, it was really it's really good. Like that's what got me going back there because I really didn't go to KFC much. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, I like their. They're extra crispy, but we mm-hmm. we actually got a. Like, people always uh, look at me confused when I say this, but honestly, the best chicken place that we have in town is Pizza Ranch. <laughs> Pizza Ranch has the best chicken that you can find around here, and and, and, and it's Jesse, not even a pizza or it's not even a chicken place. chicken place. Pizza. And and Jesse, you already know it's on the list when I come up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we like we. We got about what five their, or six. Their chicken is so good. Yeah, that's so, all I eat. Oh. I don't even. Eat, I mean, I do eat some of the pizza because you can, like, basically, you can tell them what you want on your pizza, and they'll make one specifically for you, mm-hmm. even though it's a, um, it's a buffet technically. But yeah, they're. But I go there just for their chicken, honestly. 
<laughs> yeah, because see, I do KFC because I love when before they took it away, they honey barbecue bonus chickens. Man, they was hitting the spot. That um, was yeah. good. I yeah. that one. See, yeah. I, I, I kind of I kind of pick and choose when I go to when I go to KFC because I mean, like, uh, like I I'm one of those, and you know what? As a black, uh, you know, as a black person, I'll go ahead. I'll just go ahead and say it. I was one of those. I was one of those early people that spotted when they changed their recipe. I was one of those people. I was like, I was like, this is not the same. <laughs> and he immediately changed how how often I went to KFC after that. Like I, I get their I get their chicken strips for sure. Um, some of their chicken some of their chicken sandwiches I get, but usually I am not going there for the for the original recipe or the uh, or the extra crispy. But I am usually going there for the hot wings, the uh, of course the Nat, the Nashville stuff. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. But uh, but every KFC I have out here in my area is either attached to a to a Pizza Hut or or Taco Bell. So <laughs> we yeah, we you got were, it. two spurs. <laughs> yeah, we were like that. We had KFC in the Pizza Hut close to my house, but they got rid of the Pizza Hut because they opened a different one, like in another city close to us. So uh, it just became full KFC. And I normally get KFC at the church or if I'm going to work. And so I might hit them after the podcast. I don't know yet. You have a you have a you have, <laughs> a, be- you have a better stomach than I do. Let's just put it that way. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely getting some kind of chicken after this. I know, <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to run my ass to Bojangles after this now. Yeah. Hey, Gerard, you already know. You hit Bojangles. Send me the pick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse knows too because when Jesse, you was up, what, up in Michigan, you was sitting yeah. all the food picks, and I was just like, "Yep, see Jesse." Yeah, because they have a big boy. They have a they have a big boy up there where where we go. Oh, I heard that. Uh, I heard that by, place. Yeah, the so we yeah, and it's it, they've got an amazing breakfast buffet that I that we that I try to go to when we're there. I don't even really eat their their burgers and stuff a whole lot. I just we usually just go there and and hit up the breakfast buffet on Sunday before we are like four hour four or five hour drive back home. Dude, I'm, when I go to when I go to Indiana and I'm uh, with my good friend Larry. And Sundays we'll hit this place called Evil Check Buffet, like bomb buffet, like crazy. Because I've just, he knows when I when I come up there, we have to hit that spot. We might not be able to hit it now because of the pandemic, but dude, years in the past, man, they silver they're what they had like these silver dollar pancakes. They had like these breakfast pizzas and everything. Nobody in my in Illinois was touching them, and I would I literally came back. The first time I tried them and came back, I was just like, I want I literally was willing to drive to Indiana almost every day to get food there. Definitely from them. That's how good they were. I was just like, this place has trained my tongue to not like anything else. But everybody, Welcome to that's, Snack Crush. Okay. <laughs> hey, Snack Tender is for everybody, hey. you know. So, but we're going to move on because uh, Yuke's is kind of back in the building. Um, All Elite Wrestling reveals that three video games are in development and they're working with I'm Yuke's. I'm excited for this. Yes. Uh, who, and they have a picture out, uh, but you know, Jukes is the people who made like WWE games before. Um, like they made when they were uh, when they were good when they were like the thing the place to be basically. Yeah, uh, in the story, it says the uh, the title will feature gameplay model after the classic WWF No Mercy and features an exaggerated art style similar to WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Um, but they're going, but you guys can read about that. Just hearing Jukes in wrestling, like. And them given time to really make this game, I think that I think WWE 2K could pr- pr- 
if you get it right, WWE 2K could just wrap it up. But what do you guys think? I think they need to go the full route of uh, recreating the N64 games, but mm-hmm. like with with better better graphics and you know and like and still make it look you know make them look more realistic, but yet still keep that that uh, charming you know like are almost cartoonish kind of look to it like they had in the in the uh, original N64 games because there's still a whole massive community online of people who who like have taken those original N64 games and they've basically uh created their own where they have like fe- like all the federations and groups of wrestling from all over the world and they have like every single care like person who's ever wrestled basically created inside of that game and and you can play it like i think it's free even on pc and like you can just go on there and you can just play like basically any person that's ever wrestled has has now been added to those like old school and 64 style wrestling games and you can mm-hmm. just you know download it on your computer um i think i think if they were to try to tap into that community i think they they could sell well i mean like i personally would love to see one of those old you know 64 style games like get come back again and just like but you know run super well and smooth and and you know, and and still look just just the right amount better than those did, but you know you don't have to go for the ultra realism because ultimately those games were all about uh, how easy and fun they were to play. It wasn't about how how much they you know whether they looked like the people or not. It was you know like it, it was just a lot of fun to play those games because like even the ones that came out for like the PlayStation and stuff. Like you know, some of those were fine, but but they they still never caught on to me at least as much as those N sixty four games did. So I think I think what was kind of unique about those N sixty four ones though is that being on a cart, you could actually edit all the characters in the roster, and you could like you know like say, hey, I want this person to be on NWO now, and you know like you could just kind of like really go crazy with what you wanted to do me and my friends used to like basically turn people into uh people that we liked from ecw mm-hmm. or or other wrestlers from other you know other places and and make them on those games and and just go crazy with it like that was the whole the whole fun of all that stuff but yeah like I, I just, I just want something to go. I wanted to go back to that when it was about being a fun game and and not not about trying to be you know super realistic and just obvi- honestly just way too complex than it actually needed to be. <laughs> right. And and Austin, with you being from Trash Talk, uh, another sports stuff, and you guys got the rope, uh, the wrestling podcast, yeah, rope, yeah, rope uh, talk. Yes. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Trash Talk is for sports and Rope Talk's for wrestling, but I know nothing about wrestling. I, I'm on Rope Talk for a two-minute segment where me, as a person who knows nothing about wrestling, tries to predict who's going to win matches. 
And so I'm just in for a fun little segment. Um, but Logan, shout out to Logan. And then Nick, mm-hmm. of course, shout out to Nick. Um, you know, they're they're all in wrestling and stuff like that. And I sent pictures of the AEW game to Logan. And I was like, hey, man, it doesn't look good. But if they're trying to do a sim, I think they're going to fail. But if they try to do an arcade type game, I yeah. think they'll win. Because, and Jesse, you can correct me since you're clearly a wrestling fan from what I'm gathering right now, <laughs> that uh, WWE's got more star power than AEW right now. And so mm-hmm. I don't think if they're trying to pull, if they're trying to push a sim, I don't think they got enough pull with all their wrestlers that they're going to be able to sell or compete with WWE, even though their mm-hmm. last game was trash, was bad. <laughs> WWE yeah. 2K20 was bad. Um, even compared to like their other sim games, the last one I really played was 18 and it was fine, but mm-hmm. I agree with you. My favorite WWE, the little wrestling I know was from like no mercy and the PS2 mm-hmm. games, though the fun arcade just yeah. beat each other up. There's no really skill. You can button mash or whatever, but you're playing with your friends and, and that kind of stuff I think will, will help if they go down that route and really try to hone in on that. I think they're gonna they can succeed because uh, from what I can tell from what I know because I listen to Chris Jericho on like sports podcasts I listen to mm-hmm. and I listen to what he's talking about with AEW and stuff. While he's trying to sell positive, it definitely I think they still have like this kind of identity crisis, and I think if they really push this arcade game and get kids involved and get stuff, they're gonna be able to grow not only just their game but also their their wrestling league. So. Um, mm-hmm. But that's for me who knows nothing about wrestling. I mean nothing. So <laughs> Well Yeah, I you know, and I think I think the thing is is like honestly, I think the the majority of like hardcore wrestling fans, I think they 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 are glad that that, that uh simulator is there, but it's mm-hmm. just it's been doing so poorly they just have not been you know, like it doesn't seem like they're putting the the TLC into it mm. um, that that the fans want, and you know, like honestly, even like I mean, I I feel like wrestling games have always been like just about about fun. Like I like even back like the WrestleMania games that you like that was basically like a beat 'em up in a ring. Mm-hmm. You know, like with the like doink the clown, and you had like, Ooh. you know, like where you remember where it was the super arcadey, where it was just super like when you punched, like things would fly out of them and stuff like that. And like, yeah, that was the midway like those, game. Yeah, the midway game. Like that game was so much fun. And like, yeah, like as we've gotten further and further into the sim like world with that game, it just has lost its charm. And yeah. and so I think if they can if they can bring that charm back, you know I think I think if anything it it just needs to be more arcadey. Like um, another great game like for wrestling that like I honestly I think the only good wrestling games out right now are like the Fire Pro Wrestling games. Like yeah, oh, yeah. You know, which is, that game yeah. looks good. Yeah, which you know, like those those games get it right. Like they're they're about the doing, you know, being fun and like more arcadian stuff. Like like they those still have that, you know, that charm that that the games used to have. So I think I think this is a good thing and I you know, ultimately I what I hope is that maybe uh you know, two K sees 
sees this and I, you know, I hope it sells well. Um, I'm definitely interested in it, but, um, you know, if it, if it can sell to a lot of people and, and get people's attention, maybe 2K will, will think again about, you know, what they're doing with their game. Yeah. And, right. you know, I, I think, you know, it's just like, just like this, the console generation, like we want to have good competition because that drives everyone to be better at mm-hmm. doing things. And when you have, you know, the NFL games that don't, that are uncontested and you have, you know, the WWE games that are uncontested and, the, yeah. you know, like all these sports games are uncontested. And then we wonder why they're they're crap every year because mm-hmm. they don't have to be better. No one no one else is going to give you that experience. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was about uh, to just add on to that and talk about that is the time, love, and care. Yeah. Each each sport is is going down. And I think that's probably why WWE two K twenty also kind of went down because NBA two K twenty was probably the first year where everyone's like, all right, this is bad because the microtransactions are hitting hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone who you know does EA, um, I can't even remember the EA subscription, EA access, and plays Madden every year and plays NHL every year. It's all getting. I don't know if games are just getting so more expensive that they're not putting as much thought into it because, and and not everyone, some people just like to play online. It's kind of like call of duty. Like some people just Mm want to jump in, do whatever. But another big part of the community is we want seasons. You know, we want our franchise modes to have a little more, not just like play this. And you know, the, my career modes are, are failing and almost every sport across the board other than, and this is why I love Sony San Diego is MLB. The show is a legit game that hasn't yeah. been flooded with microtransactions mm-hmm. and they're not really contested all that much. Cause and, they're the only base baseball game and they yeah. put in the work to make that game. Great. Yeah. Ron, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I, I can't remember the last wrestling game I actually played. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say when Neo Geo, when Neo Geo arcade games, arcade systems were out. Nah, I'm, I'm oh, lying. I, I'm, yeah, but Ring King was one of them <laughs> from the Neo Geo Ooh. days. But um, I think the last, yeah. I think the last one I played was one of the SmackDown titles um on PS One. Like I haven't actually played a uh, a wrestling game for a while. But um, but the one thing that uh both Austin and Jesse were saying is uh yeah like the if they go the arcade route they they might just have like you know lightning in a bottle right there. Uh, Midway, please bring back in the field blitz soccer. Yes. So yes. I could talk no, 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 trash no. They tried. They, yes. they they tried bringing back NFL blitz and it bombed because it wasn't what people what people wanted and expected. Oh, yeah. Well, it, they tried. It they, they tried NBA Jam too. Uh, mutant League football. That that Mutant League football game. is, yes. is fun. If you yeah. wanna, if you wanna, like. But yeah, I mean that you know you're not getting the sports teams you know, that you want to see or whatever in those, but it's still a fun game for a football game. Bring back well, Blitz, bring back Ballers, bring back Backyard Baseball, Backyard Football, all those. Yeah. Bring, bring back, back, Shoot, bring, back bring back, the, bring back the Street Don't, Series. Like, like you know, if, 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 EA's looking, if EA's looking <laughs> to, like, if EA's looking to, like, fix some of the things that's going on with their sports games and stuff, bring back all their Streets games. Bring back, uh, yeah. bring back, bring back some of their extreme sports games. Like, I, I'm telling you, like, if they... If they break, if they make a brand new SSX game and it's actually worth a damn, I'm gonna buy it. 
Well, that's what I'm excited about two K being able to play uh, uh, NFL games. Is if they make a arcade version, then maybe EA will be like, "Hey, let's make Street now because yeah. now we have a competitor." Yeah. Can I so. get a uh, triple play back? Because I love triple play on the Sega Genesis. Like that was the baseball game of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as the little King Griffey and the other games on the Super Nintendo, when it came to sports games, Sega Genesis was the system to play the EA sports games. And triple play uh, was good. NHL hockey was was whatever. I mean, um, EA's, EA's got opportunities. I mean, shoot, they can resurrect Def Jam Fight for New York. <laughs> yeah. They can. Yeah. Re- well, I actually, maybe not Def Jam, but you know what well, I'm saying, Def, though. Def Jam said, yeah. I, I don't know if you all saw this, but Def Jam put out a tweet that said that there will be information about. Oh, really? The game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right. And I, I, still, I guess it's been like two or three months now. Nothing. I guess. And I guess Jay Z. I guess Jay. Well, it, it, <laughs> yeah. Jay Z. Jay Z moves at a snail's pace, but but yeah. but when he does it, he he does it right. I want to fight his post Malone. Come on. <laughs> I'm gonna move on to the next story. <laughs> his power up as it goes in slow motion. He's got so much. <laughs> like, with, with, uh, yeah, and there's auto there's auto tune in the background. <laughs> I want Snoop Dogg to have Martha Stewart come and like yeah. back up and just Take start team. beating on me. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna move on to the next story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm okay. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I I, I started that. She I'm tosses sorry. him a joint and then he and then he <laughs> kicks you in the stomach. Well, <laughs> everybody, Xbox uh, Phil Spencer did not support that Microsoft is acquiring Japanese studios. Everybody thought they were going to be probably independent of buying Konami or some Japanese studios. Um, I'm glad that they're not buying Japanese studios because I think Microsoft and Japanese studios just there's something about, about them that doesn't work for me, like, once again, it's the Nintendo thing, where Nintendo and a lot of Japanese companies work well together when they're bringing out games. I think it would help Microsoft to get footing to get more exclusives on that on that console, but they, Microsoft is, they really got to try to appeal to Japan, and I don't know if they did acquire the Japanese studio, that would be enough. But what are your guys' thoughts on it? Um, well, I think go, go, go awesome. time exclusive. I think that's Xbox's kind of uh, kind of foot in the door kind of thing into appealing to a Japanese audience is getting Yakuza because they get it for six months. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and that's a that's a pretty big pull. Yakuza has been pretty much associated with PlayStation, like yes. for its whole deal. So for it to get uh, the you know, and the first Yakuza game that's supposed to be a uh, turn-based game that it's just like a really weird pull that Xbox did, but I think that's what they're trying to do. Is that's I think that's what they're trying mm-hmm. to do is get into it, the Japanese audience. And me and Jason talked about this because I was just like with the with zero one to two being on Game Pass, how has yeah. that? Ha- I wonder how has that done with that mm-hmm. player base because I haven't seen the one say anything for it. And people who are playing Yakuza, oh. they may be playing it on uh, Series X. I don't know yet. I've been seeing more of the PS. Five and four. Friends. I've I've been seen mostly uh, on Xbox because because of Game Pass. A lot of people that are that are finally you know like are playing it because it's mm-hmm. you know it's on Game Pass. They Game have Pass. Game Pass, and some of them like a lot of people like they're like oh I've you know I I played you know this one but I never really got a chance to play this one and and now they're playing them because because with Game Pass yeah like I think that's the thing is like. 
you know, like Game Pass, like is proven that it's it's you know it's good for the consumer and it's good for for the companies, you know, the developers and stuff, the people who who you know make these games, because ultimately, like as a developer, you want people as many people as possible to play your games, and it's you know, and it's giving them a chance to to get more you know exposure to people like me who who aren't going to buy something like that right away without knowing anything about it. But if I get a chance to play it and play their other games, you know, because it might be something that I'm not normally, you know, interested in. Now you have my attention. Now I know whether I'm going to like it or not. And now I'm much more, you know, like, it's a possibility that I'm going to buy, you know, like your I think next that was, game that was, as I was going to get to that. They're hoping that people go out and buy it. So like, if, yeah. if you didn't finish it and you got, I guess, demo it or try it on game pass, once they take it off the service, they're hoping that you go back yeah. and buy this game and pick it up. But um, they, get I, a, they get a nice chunk of money just for having those games on there though, too. I mean, like the developers, like I've heard some, you know, like there's been some interviews with developers uh, that I've listened to in the in the in the uh, just recent past, and mm-hmm. like they they you know like they they're not really allowed to go into numbers and stuff like that, um, you know, and talk about about things too much in detail, but like they've said that yeah, like we're very happy with what 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 we're getting out of game pass and and it's and, so so i mean there you know like sales of games after the the fact is you know is just uh you know a, a, a add-on or a plus to it but and, they're and already right. getting they're already getting some money for for being on that service in the first place yeah. and once again everybody our ax mascot linen has joined us as always oh, yeah uh, He's yes <laughs> <laughs> he is our ax arsenal x mascot so normally when he comes in we just i i like to you know announce it and uh he makes me want to throw out the x <laughs> I gotta throw the X. Uh, so um, we don't but, even uh, throw it up on the show anymore. Just <laughs> uh, I'm so sad. Uh, what about you, Laron? What did you What did you think of this? Um, <clears throat> I feel like um, I feel like the uh, the answer Spencer gave us is kind of it's a good answer. It's a safe answer, also because I feel like there's also a possibility that Japanese studios aren't ready to get in bed with Microsoft yet. Because you know, mm-hmm. just because Microsoft has the money to buy a studio doesn't mean the studio has to say yes. And you know, if the mm-hmm. studio is not in any financial binds that they need the Microsoft's money, you know, for example, like like Zenimax, for example, they don't have to say yes. Um, so there is mm-hmm. there is that possibility because I'm thinking about yes. and once again, it's all about reputations and stuff. And Microsoft damaged their reputation day one with the original Xbox. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. with with the Japanese market, uh, like their like their whole marketing blitz was how like you know like uh, they were trying to do it. They're trying to do a, a dig at PlayStation with with the DualShock controllers were actually smaller than they are now. Um, and uh, they were trying to do a dig at Sony, and they ac- and they accidentally insulted all the Japanese gamers out there by saying by saying you have to have you have to have big hands to to play with our controller and stuff like that. And it was one of those things. It did not go over well. And man, like Xbox, the original Xbox system had very dismal sales in Japan. 
if not if not the rest of the world and then um and then you know so it's so it's a good possibility that you know like microsoft is currently in the process of trying to rebuild their relationship with uh with japanese studios and stuff like that um but but to look in the other direction though like uh i mean let's 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 be honest i mean you know like any of these companies that that microsoft might have their eye on and stuff like that it's got to be what's what works for them because Almost every Japanese studio, with exception of Nintendo, you know, um, they release multi-platform, and they would have to possibly give up the rights to doing multi-platform stuff. And and just like with the whole, with how the whole landscape of gaming is, where like you have Konami, for example, markets their their more mature games on Xbox and PlayStation, while they mm-hmm. while we get games like Bomberman and stuff on the Switch and mobile platforms and stuff like that. They would be facing that road, and you know they 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 probably do not want to give up that autonomy to do what they want to do. Well, it's it's funny that you mentioned Nintendo. My thing was that a lot of Japanese developers work with Nintendo a lot for a lot of games. Kobe Tech, like the mm-hmm. Kobe Tech mode, Capcom has worked with Nintendo. Uh, Square has worked with Nintendo. Uh, Bandai Neko works with Nintendo, definitely with Smash. And you just see the money that rolled in, definitely with Smash was on Wii U and 3DS, that people were buying both of it. Um, the way that they did the Star Fox Arcade and Mario Kart Arcade, like better those are those of- are those are all exclusives. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but but saying that those companies are working with Nintendo, not saying that making a certain game for Nintendo, mm. is that those businesses has worked very well with Nintendo, and if that got taken away yeah. from them, oh yeah, nothing. And, oh, go ahead, Ryan. Well, the the thing is, the thing is though, is like we've already seen though that. Um, like you know, like the, I mean, all that stuff would be taken care of in a deal if something was made. But I, I honestly don't think that Microsoft really would want to. To I, I don't they know if they're. I don't know if it would really benefit them to buy it. Like they're like in my opinion, I think they get just as much out of it having you know these these companies put their games on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like because and the, and the thing is, like, let's say, let's say, for for whatever reason, they did buy, uh, you know, a a studio, the, a Japanese studio, like they've made it pretty clear that, like, ultimately, these studios that they're buying, it's still like up to them what they want to do. Um, you know, like the guys, the guys for you know that made Cuphead and stuff, they said they really wanted to have that game on the Switch, and they said. Oh, that's fine. You know, like you can do that. You know, like we don't, we don't, we don't mind if that's what you want to do. Like we're going to support you. So, like you know, I I do think that if something was to happen, it would just mostly be for for Game Pass stuff, and you know, maybe like an exclusive IP that that doesn't exist yet. You know, like I think they're more interested in in getting new stuff. That would be, you know, toward that would get the interest of the Japanese uh, video gamers and bring new IPs there. That would be like, okay, well, this is the first time you're seeing it. If you want to play this game, you'll you'll have to have an Xbox or a PC, you know. And, that they, and, that and that's the thing is PC too. They're they're fine. They they've yeah. got PCs selling and in, uh-huh. in Japan, they they just you know. I think Microsoft is more focused on Western developers and publishers that they were to do business for mm-hmm. their system because they know that 
us as gamers will play a lot of their games uh, on Xbox or even PlayStation in general. Here's what um, here's what if Microsoft oh, ahead, if Microsoft wants to get a better foothold in um, in the Japanese territories and stuff, they got they need to they need to uh, consider marketing like doing a little bit of marketing marketability towards uh towards games that actual Japanese players play. That's yeah. that's one that's one thing, but that's a long road. I mean, seriously, like that's gonna take them at least the entire lifespan of the Xbox Series X and S right now to get started, because yeah. uh, because I mean, realistically speaking, it's gonna take them just as long to get that base going as it took Nintendo to repair most of their woes with third party developers. And just like you said, LeBron, with the first story, it's all about marketing. Mm-hmm. Nintendo knows how to market. So Microsoft going to do the same. If Microsoft, if Microsoft gets a little bit more quirky games, I'm talking about like quirkier than like the stuff that they they pigeonholed with the Xbox 360 when they had to connect with all the like the Let's Dance games and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They got to get they got to get a little more outside the box. You like that? You know, Sony. That is kind of crazy. We don't need the Star Wars dance game though. We don't need. That. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy because Sony being a Japanese company, they have. A a very nice foothold in both like the eastern and the western territories so like they're they're kind of in the sweet spot even though yeah they only get like 10 percent of the uh, of the overall revenue that video games generates over in japan like they're still in a nice spot because uh, because i guarantee you um microsoft would love to have 10.8 percent of the share versus 3.2 percent of the share well, this is the thing with, with Sony, and then I'm going to let you have the final word, Austin, then we're going to get into our analysis. Fantasy Star Online 3. Oh, That's goodness. all they need to do is just uh, put a Fantasy uh, Star you know, Online 3 on Xbox. So, and... before you say something around, let me, let me say, say this about Sony real quick. Uh, Sony, yeah, they, they do have a good foothold because a lot of Sony's developers, a lot of developers are here in America, and they, uh, Team Ninja, not Team Ninja, uh, uh, Team Eco, uh, they're kind of, and this is maybe just me not knowing all of their developers. I think Team Eco is their only, or Team Japan or whatever, uh, are is their only Japanese developer. You're talking about Japan they, Studio. Japan Studio, yeah, and so and this is from a first party stance. Mm-hmm. A lot of their big hits for Sony is here in America with Naughty Dog, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Sucker Punch, um, uh, what else? Naughty Dog, Sucker Punch, and there was somebody else. Uh, where oh, man, there's a there's a ton. There's yeah, and, there's and, Studio Bend. There's yeah. Insomniac, yeah. um, actually, yeah, actually, Canada Studio too. Actually, actually, they've got more worldwide studios. That's why it's Sony. That's why Sony's games division is called Sony Worldwide. They have right. mo- yeah. because we've got because like you know we've got developers from 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 Iceland. We've got developers you know from from different parts of the EU. We've got we've got Australian developers. Uh, crazy enough, you know, they're everywhere. You know, like it, did they have a couple of studios open up in um, South Africa like in the past like decade? I- Thinks I think so. Yeah. I, I know for yeah, I just know for their bigger hits, their big well-known hits, it's here in America. Mm-hmm. Um, where like from software is like more supporting because they're that's their own. I mean, from software is their own kind of thing, uh, almost like platinum in a sense. Uh, so that's what all I want to say about Sony. Uh, go ahead, Lamar. What you was gonna say? Then could you say Fantasy Star Three? And then also, no, no, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Um, Fantasy Star Three. I don't know. Like Fantasy Star took so long. It took so long for Fantasy Star Two. Like I remember being hyped mm-hmm. for it, and then they're like, "Oh, Fantasy Star Two is out." I didn't even download it. You know that they they're gonna have to come with something stronger than Fantasy Star. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> well, 
Well, and don't and don't maybe here. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I mean, in Japan and stuff like. Oh yeah, know, yeah, like, oh yeah, it'll that, work. That's in what Japan. I'm saying is just things like that. Is if they can, if they can, if Xbox could get something that's really, really big that mm-hmm. hits it big there. All you need is like one big, like you know, uh, games with service like that in Japan because. Yes. You know, like that's, you know, or like cross the, what is it, cross, uh, is it that cross, not crossfire, what's that, that game that they, uh, like, crossfire X, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that new, that, that game that came to the series or is coming to the series X that, that, uh, was super big in Japan or whatever. Like, you know, like all you need is something that, that is like, you know that they that's massive over there it might not be great doing well here but if you're doing well there mm-hmm. you know like th- th- that's that shows that you're trying to do something for them and it's it just looks you know much better and and you know microsoft has made a um they have an office there now in in asia in like in like close by in those areas now and i think they did that because they want to be able to have a much more you know like uh like in person kind of thing when mm-hmm. they need to and not just be sending people over there actually always have someone that's based there that can kind of you know, like just keep up with these, you know, with them and the other in those countries and stuff and be able to, you know, just be be there one on one, you know, like it it just it's it was so disconnected, you know, in the past with with Microsoft and and you know, in Japan and stuff like they, you know, like the we talked about the Xbox one, like didn't come for almost a until a year later to japan like you know like it like that that just can't happen Mm -hmm. you can't do that because Mm -hmm. how do you you can't you've either got to be there first before the other console or you've got to be there right next to them you cannot let a whole year go by yeah we you did better than xbox one in japan that's surprising yeah so, uh, Austin, you got the last word, and then we're going to get to our BRP analysis. Uh, I don't have too much to say left, but, you know, I, I, Xbox, I think, is trying to also not just make a big move in Japan, but they also got to regain ground in America. So I think I, I think I think Xbox, what they're really just trying to do is just make themselves more available to all these studios. Get like they got Final Fantasy 15 this last generation. They hadn't had a Final Fantasy game uh, on Xbox. They right. had they got Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Wait, yeah, did, no, they, yeah, wait didn't no, they get Kingdom Hearts? They got Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. 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 So yeah. this gener this last generation or current generation, I current generation still to me. I don't have a PS five. I'm not that. I'm not that special. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, you know, I I I think that was the big thing was getting like Final Fantasy games, getting yeah. uh, Yakuza, getting games and being there like like Jesse said, being there day one. Don't don't wait a year. You know, don't. You, you treat your audience the same basically and i think they're going to gain yeah. ground that way yeah 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, we're going to jump into our BRP analysis. Uh, I can see Leron getting ready for this one because, <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good discussion. <laughs> so um, I wrote a blog titled Never Be the Same that you guys can check on Boss Rush, Pod- uh, not Boss Rush Podcast, BossRushGames.com. It dropped uh, Friday. So, guys, do check it out. Give it a read. I would love to hear what you guys think. Put it in the comment section or can you can email us at BossRushPodcast at gmail.com. Um, I would love to hear what your guys thoughts um or even just hit up us uh, uh, uh hit us up on twitter about that but yeah i wrote a blog title never be the same uh, about nintendo's and ea's relationship um how did you guys see their relationship wait, 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 and are there first party and third party relationships you concern or question you hold so on, LeBron, hold on. Hold on. Put... Ed, ed you need to synopsize that just so the audience knows what's going on okay so um mass effect uh, legendary edition was announced for xbox PlayStation 4 and PC, and it will have next-gen enhancements um, when the game comes out. Um, apparently, Nintendo Switch has been excluded from this, and it kind of it, it. I I when I wrote it, I came from a disappointed stance about this because there have been people who've been wanting Mass Effect on Nintendo Switch and everything. Mm-hmm. And as much as EA keeps saying that they have a good business relationship with Nintendo. It doesn't seem that way because a lot of their releases and a lot of their announcements of games completely doesn't come to Nintendo. Um, even though Nintendo is a successful system with Switch, EA is still it seems that they're still not supporting them in a, in a sense. So their, their business relationship one party says one thing another party says maybe the same or another thing but in reality as gamers we're not seeing that relationship that they're talking about um being put to use and stuff so um leron i know you have a lot to say or you have thoughts on this so i'm going to hand it over to you because i want to hear your thoughts okay well yeah i have thoughts i don't have i don't have a lot to say um and it goes back to previous conversations that we've been having throughout the show like there's a theme of everything i've been saying Thing. It's about marketability and it's about accessibility. Um, in all seriousness, um, just to to go off your point about the uh, the Mass Effect uh, remaster trilogy not coming to the to the to the Switch, I feel like there's a game plan for that. I feel like I feel like they. It's kind of what I had. It's kind of the coming to Jesus moment I had to have with Monster Hunter World when they released it for the console first, and then nine months later finally released it on the um on the um, PC. Like they, mm-hmm. they're what probably is happening right now is they've got different teams working on the development of the game because this is not so much this is not so much a report uh, a port but it's going to be a remastering as well. So they have to they have to best use their utilize their assets in certain ways to get the game to have a successful launch. And when I say successful launch, I don't mean like multi-platform launch. I mean a successful get out the gate and start making money for me uh, type of launch. Um, well. Go. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Uh, I... uh, the, the, the thing about it is, and me and LeBron kind of talked about, pre- we had a preview talk about this, uh, everybody. So I kind of, I mentioned that if companies are going to do this, don't say it's coming to consoles and PC. Just say what console is coming out to and let it be that. Because a lot of times with their marketing, they'll be like, this game is coming out for consoles and then PC. And then when you dig deeper into it, Nintendo was never on that on that, uh, on that that first version of it. Doom has did... Bethesda has did this with Nintendo because we're still waiting with Doom Eternal. They announced that it was coming to the, all the platforms, but the Switch version got 
pushed back. And it, and it feels like as much as we've been buying Bethesda stuff on Switch and you've seen the sales with it, Doom Eternal should have been able to come out on all three platforms at the at its original release. We know that you're paying somebody to port the stuff. The game is already done. And we understand the delays, but you should be able to get all three versions out on the, all four versions, I should say, out on the same day. And it feels like when it comes to Nintendo and third parties doing have their relationships with them, it feels like Nintendo's version stuff gets put on the shelf and been put on hold so that they could polish up the bigger boys. See, that's and the then, see that's the Nintendo fanboy part of you coming out because I'm going to be no no because let, let let's let's be real here for a second. Mm-hmm. The Xbox the Xbox PC and Sony development kits for these games are probably so similar it's really easy for them to develop one system and then and then immediately transliterate or transcode or whatever you want to call it to the other systems the switch I can guarantee you has a different architecture style no and number mm-hmm. one and, and you also you got to remember these things are being printed on cartridges There's, yeah I I really don't know. I really don't know how much more to break it down. Like you know, like there's always going to be one system. There's always one system out there that's behind the curve. Uh, uh, last generation, I want to say it was probably the Nintendo, the Nintendo Wii and the Wii U. I say that because technically the Wii and the Wii U were so similar to each other that their their main competition was the Xbox was the Xbox 360, PS3, and then the Xbox One and, and PS and PS4 until the PS4, Switch came yes. out. Until the Switch came out, and then be and then before that they it's it's just a weird architectural style so then so they have to wherever if the port if the port process gets messy they're always going to prioritize that last to work out all the kinks because uh i'll be honest with you ea wants our money ea wants our money they want our money whether we buy something on switch whether we buy something on pc or whether we buy something yeah. on, on, the, on the on the big two consoles they want our money and with, with, with a uh, commodity like mass effect they put Mass Effect 3 on the Wii U, so I know for sure there's a plan for the Mass Effect remaster. I know and there is. And, and we were talking, LeBron, I said people have been saying, I said promise guar- uh, guaranteed sales because people have said, and you, get, you made a valid point that guaranteed sales may be for one person, but it does not mean for the whole game community. Yes, that is true. You know? because- and so... But there have been people, because, I mean, and I, wanted, I, I didn't get a chance to use this example. And then, Jesse, I'm going to turn it to you to get your thoughts. The way that Cuphead was done, and everybody was talking about how everybody would buy that game on Cuphead, they stayed to that word, because Cuphead went to number one. It stayed at number one for a while when that game came out on Switch. It did okay on... It did okay on on Xbox One and even with Game Pass, but everybody wasn't playing game, uh, Cuphead that much um, for maybe maybe they was playing two or three weeks about that game. That mug hit Switch and it shot up, and people kept talking about. I'm glad I missed it on Xbox One to play it on Switch. Okay, and speaking, now that it, speaking of Cuphead though, like were you talking about how it's, how it sold on 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 Xbox? Let's be real. Xbox systems are known worldwide as as Halo, Call of Duty, Battlefield systems. They are. There's a reason why. There's a reason why. There's a reason why Bayonetta did not do well at all on Xbox 360. There's a reason why. There's a reason why games like I don't know what the Xbox equivalent is of a, is of a Bloodborne and, and Demon Souls, but those games don't do well. Like I mean, like Amer- the X the Xbox is an American system, and most of us American gamers we're into freaking football and shooting stuff. 
Does I, I think I think I think it. though that's where that's like that that thought mentality is actually where Game Pass was born is because they wanted to be able to give people a cheap you know intro into stuff outside of their norm of what they want to play yes give them that option to try it and now because now you see a lot of people who have xboxes talking about how they've never played this but now i'm finally playing it and you know oh i wish i would have played this or tried this earlier oh Mm -hmm. i would you know like you know like that ultimately i think you know, more and more Xbox now is becoming something that's much more seasoned as a game, you know, like as a gaming console because of the fact that there's such an, a low entry point into trying some of this stuff out that, you know, like honestly, like people just, not everyone has the money where Meats. they can just buy a $60 game without knowing anything about it and mm-hmm. just say, well, well it looks this, cool. This is, this is the thing about <laughs> it is that... Like, this is the thing about it. They should know about it because they're advertising it. They're sh- they got trailers yeah. and stuff, and that's yeah, why but, gameplay trailers. But we know how like, tra- really we know how trailers and stuff go. That never that never, mm-hmm. you know, which, it's not always which Jesse exactly you, what you're buying. Which made made you Jesse and probably you Austin and LeBron could agree with me that when we see trailers that is all CG or it's just more, it feels like it's a cutscene and it's not really gameplay. Well, that's there, and I'm not talking about I'm not talking about Cyberpunk or nothing like that. I'm just talking about they got so many cutscenes that what is it I'm going to literally be playing when I have well, that game? Okay, okay, okay. We're but, we're, but we're talking about. It doesn't matter what something looks like if it plays like crap. Well, I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking about I'm talking about when you say that people don't know what they're actually hang getting on, to the on, game. Hang on, let me let me say this so we don't zero in on this topic. With a game like Mass Effect, the Mass Effect trilogy, for example. We can see any freaking trailer, and we know what Mass Effect is. So let's move right. on. Let's move on from that topic. Mm-hmm. Talk topic yeah. right there. Um, uh, with, with what Jesse said, yes, Game Pass is helping to finally diversify the base of Xbox. Because I remember, I remember um, when I was working at GameStop, Microsoft a- asked us to poll um, a lot of our customers that buy Xbox games, and it was shocking how many people. Out of, I'm going to say out of 100 people because I don't have numbers and stuff, but based on my store because I was a store manager at the time, it was shocking to see how many people turned around when we read all the when we read all the answers to the to the polls and surveys and stuff. They mainly only cared about Madden. They only mainly only cared about about um about uh about Halo and stuff like that. It was like it was like Xbox gamers came in and they only bought these things. And if they bought a, a game that was technically multi-platform, it was because they're like, oh, I didn't want to get it on my PlayStation this time. It, it was it was it was it was crazy to see the breakdown like a, like Microsoft gamers on the Xbox platform were only buying certain things you know and I, I want to kind of preface this because it's you might I, you might want to correct me LeBron with this this is more adult gamers than kid gamers people who are actually oh, yeah, going yeah. out to buy to buy their games just to make let, let everybody know yeah. that these are like adult gamers who are going out to actually purchase their stuff yeah huh. but um but okay but going back to the whole conversation about Nintendo and Microsoft needing to I'm, I'm sorry Nintendo and EA needing, so, to, yeah. need, needing to break up mm-hmm. uh I think that's a bad take the reason why is because EA knows how to EA knows how to make and market games, and they and just like with the Mass Effect thing, they know how to market this stuff. They're eventually going. They're eventually going to give us the pro- if 
the odds of the odds of the Mass Effect Remaster Collection missing the Switch or whatever whatever Nintendo's current because they they might be waiting for Nintendo's next system to come out to drop it. Well, mm-hmm. this is the this is the thing about it. Even when Xbox One was getting beaten by PlayStation, EA was putting games out. Because they when, know because they know where their player base is right. at. They when, the same when, games the same games that people are buying on PlayStation, they're gonna buy on mic on, on Microsoft's but, console. But this is the thing this is the, the thing about it. This has happened with three sixty where everybody said because when you had low number of sales, third party was gonna be on there because it doesn't sell because of the low numbers. Now that switch has higher numbers, about triple or four times the numbers of uh, of Wii U with Switch, why is EA still treating them like it's the Wii U thing? Why because did, because why, why, because the ecosystem because Nintendo's console is still behind in power though too exactly. as well. So like, I mean now you know like we are at least getting this cloud gaming a little bit mm-hmm. on the on the on the Switch, um that I think is you know alleviating some of the issue, but. But there's still so many people though that need to play that physically on on the console because they just don't have the internet, you know, well, or mm-hmm. the you know. Well, Austin, I'm gonna ask you, what did you think of Nintendo and EA's relationship? I mean, yes, it is because it's behind. Because I'll be honest, I know Corey plays uh, FIFA on Switch, but I tried, man, and I can't do it. Like I cannot do it. It's, a lot of it's can't. And so I think I think that's a big reason because EA sees like, oh, FIFA's not doing that well on Switch. We're not gonna put Madden on there for sure. And we're because FIFA is by far yeah. the biggest. Yeah, they can't risk they, they can't risk other yeah. AAA titles in that same genre. Yeah. I, I agree with LeBron. I think Mass Effect will come to Switch. Um, but I think they also have to do a lot of um, fixing with Mass Effect because Everyone's got a bad taste in, uh, in their mouth about Mass Effect because I remember all the hate Mass Effect 3 got. I, mm-hmm. I remember all the hate that it got. And I remember, of course, we all remember Mass Effect Andromeda, mm-hmm. all the hate it got. And so I think they're trying to retcon a lot of things with this deal so they don't want a they don't they don't want a bad version of this game it, on Switch. Because you know that if it doesn't run well on Switch... That's all people are gonna. Oh talk. yeah, but you know, is, you know. Actually, wait, is, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the other thing too. Okay. I just, I just realized that as he was talking, as Austin was talking about it, it also costs more money to print the game on the Switch cartridge than it does on a disc, on a Blu-ray disc. I, I don't think that matters too much because who, how many people are really buying cartridges on Switch? Uh, a I lot just, of people because I, just, I think about this. I just, I, I, right I just now. bought a damn Switch. Yeah. Game. Oh, no. hey, I can tell you right now. The best game of all <laughs> time. Their sales were selling on $40. People bought a lot of those copies on Switch. Uh, the Witcher 3 on Switch sold a lot of copies on physical over, uh, over, um, over digital. Like, literally, if you go into Best Buys, if you go to Best Buy's like gaming section, Nintendo Switch, as I don't care what anybody say, that a lot of their games are gone. That's not that true. That's physical. I was in it, Best. It, I was in my Best Buy yesterday. Well, no, 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 no. My no, my best, my Best Buy is my Best Buy is the only one in this area. Like the next closest Best Buy, we have to travel forty minutes for this. This Best Buy is always popping, and uh, and Switch titles stay on the shelf except for certain titles. Like I mean. I mean, like, I was, I was, I was, limited, no, limited run games are always on the shelf. I mean, honestly, like, the only reason why I haven't bought Dead Cells on the limited run run games is because, like, you don't get the DLC. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get the DLC. You still have to pay for the DLC separate. So I'm just like, I'll just buy the bundle, you know, when I, it 
when it's when it's on the sale. I, uh, I, I didn't make it a button. Did they make a button one? I don't think they did. They, yeah, no, no, no. There's there's times you can buy both Dead Cells and the and the um and, oh, the, the, and DLC? the DLC together. Oh, okay. You know, but oh, but but so the, that's the but the cartridge version the is just the version. base game. The part the cartridge version is the base game. Just the base game. Yeah, but, uh, because I know th- that's why I was wondering because I know when the originally came out, it was just still the base game, um, and I thought the DLC stuff was free. Um, no, the, maybe the, it's, no it the DLC the DLC for Wargroove is free. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, you can buy you can buy the cartridge or the or the digital version of Wargroove, and then just go straight to the store and download the DLC for uh, for Wargroove by itself. But um, crap, where was I at? <laughs> uh, with EA and uh, Nintendo. Okay. Uh, mainly, mainly the, the the main problem is is that EA EA is just trying to figure out what's the best way to make sure that they can get the most bang for their buck on it. Because why are they going to waste the time to port the game for a system and it doesn't and it only sells like if it's. Uh, and and you know, Austin, how many times do you and I make EA the bad guy every week on Crossroads? We um, they're always the bad guy in my heart. They don't make NCAA football. So before you even go before you go on LeBron, I would like to say this about EA and their sports games. It don't matter what system that their game their games on. Their online is trash. And everybody keeps talking about no. their online functionality is trash. I, so I don't, that, I don't care if their sports their games don't come to. Uh, I'm sorry. To I, I'm get sorry. You can. I'm sorry. You you can't pay me money to to play a a, a sports game online against somebody. No. You can't. You can't. I, I'll be honest. It's never about the online. I don't play online. Yeah. yeah. I don't play online. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to their sports games, a lot of people want to play their stuff online, and it's yeah. just like uh, trash. But 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 I here's just play but here's NFL two K. Uh, two on my on my Dreamcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. But here's need... I have my PS2 set up for NFL 2K4 and five. Yes. Like I have both nice. set up. But here's yeah, what, I but wanna, here's I what I'm gonna say. Right here's I remember what... you remember the first person camera mode where you yeah. like see behind the helmet yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but here's what but here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say uh like EA EA cannot risk being the bad guy. Um, cannot risk being the bad guy on this one by pulling out from Nintendo from from publishing on Nintendo that would just ruin them as a company. They need to have the accessibility. They just have to they they but they but they have the right to pick and choose where they put their games at. So it's kind of, so it's unfair to kind of say that EA and Nintendo just need to part ways because that's not true because EA does make Nintendo money. It doesn't make Nintendo money compared to Capcom or uh or you know um who's another who's who's an actual third party developer that's, that's been make Ubisoft has been making I mean, but, but Ubisoft, Ubisoft, Ubisoft Ubisoft Bethesda yeah um yeah uh uh CD Projekt Red they made money because they were they were shut on how well as much as people laugh about uh The Witcher Three I see and this may be just my social media I see everybody beating and playing the game on Switch. Yeah, actually, so, wait, 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 wait. The Witcher is only one game, the Witcher, though. The Witcher is only one game. On, that's the only C Project Red game on the Switch. So I don't, I'm not, I don't think, I don't think the Witcher is make. I, I have a funny feeling Overwatch is making more money than than, than, than the Witcher Three is on the Switch. I have a funny feeling. That's Over, another thing. As a matter of fact, Overwatch, Overwatch, Fortnite, Overwatch, Overwatch, Fortnite. Play Overwatch on Switch. Oh, uh, oh, oh, I try. Oh, I know, I know three people who played on the Switch, and I'm like, are you, are you crazy? I tried, <laughs> but Overwatch, I Overwatch is not making a lot of people mad with some things, and I, I think that's more of the yeah. player base than the game itself. So, uh, but the, the but, Hong Kong stuff did did really change the community on for Overwatch. It did cut it. 
pretty good. Yeah, but but ultimately, I think uh, honestly, EA and Nintendo need to continue their partnership. But what they need what they need to make sure they do is they need to work better with each other. They need to also there also needs to be an understanding yeah. because going back to what you were saying Ed about um about how like they said coming to consoles and PC. Unless they say it's coming to every console, and this is where this is where this is where phrasing gets you everywhere. If it doesn't mm-hmm. say it's coming to consoles everywhere and PC, then that means that we need to expect that it's coming to certain consoles at a certain time, and it may come to certain consoles at another time. And, and that's and that's why I felt like you, and that's why when you 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 said it right with the phrasing stuff. Uh, to me personally, don't say it just it's coming to consoles and. And PC, because I feel like if you're gonna say consoles, Nintendo is a console. Yes, Nintendo. Yeah, a, yeah. Switch is a console. Switch, yeah. Switch, Switch is, is a, con- a console. Switch is a, Switch console, is a console, but with that, where you could take it out and play in handheld mode. But you're, but you're, but you're taking it to, but you're taking it to extreme because like you gotta pay attention to, you gotta pay attention when you see the when you see the trailers and stuff. You gotta pay attention to like what they say in the trailer. If it doesn't say coming to consoles everywhere, then that means it's not coming to every console. But then why would you just say come to consoles? Because that's the thing. Because about it. because because a lot of people okay, and also as gamers, as 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 a community, as gamers, we know where certain games are going to go and where they don't show up. We do, we do, we know for we know for a fact, we know for a fact if uh, uh, let's think of, we know for a fact Octopath Traveler, that game was marketed as a Nintendo game, and we're and we're shocked it came out on PC. We're yes. <laughs> we're shocked. Yes. <laughs> and 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 the thing of and the thing about it and that might be the contract thing. We knew that it was coming to Nintendo because Nintendo just did the Switch thing, like they do every yeah. kind every time they do it. I think with with third party and everybody when they said that it's coming to cons, oh, they're speaking it here's, or writing it out. I should say they're doing the trailer. Uh, here's here's, it, here's it how... writing it out. Oh, go, go ahead, finish your thought. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. When they're, I think when they're speaking about it and they say that it's coming to consoles or. Uh, uh, consoles and PC, um, they don't define what actual consoles there are. So my, I take it as with Switch being su- successful, that if you're going to include all consoles or you're going to include consoles, Nintendo Switch should be part of it. If you're going to only do two consoles, not not Series X or anything, uh, two brands I should say. If you're only going to do Xbox and PlayStation, just just say it's coming out for Xbox, PlayStation, and PC, and do it and do it in the fact that you're in your writing. Don't I don't worry about the trailers because the trailers will show what system it will come out for. But if you're doing it in your writing before an uh, actual trailer come out, just say the specific. Uh, platforms that is coming out and then be done with it. Don't say coming up for console and PC. I still feel you're. I still feel you're just a little too extreme because they didn't say it's not coming to Nintendo. They did not do that. <laughs> and I think, and I think you would have actually liked it better if they said it wasn't coming to Nintendo. I was uh, now, now what? What's going to come to Nintendo? Now what? Now what bothered? Now what bothered me about the the announcement for the Mass Effect Remastered trilogy is the fact that they said PS4 and Xbox One with upgrade with upgrade potential, which means it sounds like they're not actually gonna gonna build the port for the new gen consoles. It sounds like they yeah. And honestly, and honestly, with all the rumors that we've been hearing for years about a Mass Effect Remastered trilogy and stuff like that, it sounds mm-hmm. like they've been working on this thing for years. And now it's to the point where yeah. the stockholders at EA is like, hey, pull the trigger on this, or we're gonna start making some cuts. That's probably what's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse, I'm gonna That's let you get the I'm gonna let you get the final word and then we're gonna get our game and get down and then we're gonna wrap up the show. Honestly, you know, like I 
I'm Mass Effect is a is a game I've always you know like franchise I've always kind of wanted to try to get into. I I haven't quite yet, but you know like I mean this might this might be the the time once this comes out. But as far as as far as the whole Nintendo thing goes with them, I I definitely could see it coming you know to switch eventually uh, but i think it's gonna if anything it's gonna be like a lot of these other games where it's just going to be a matter of they're going to worry about the the con- the main consoles that that they know will get are guaranteed in them sales you know as is because you know if it needs it needs patches whatever it's so much easier to just do all that stuff on the on the Xbox and PlayStation, and and then when they have a finished product that's like you know like is stable and can can play on the Switch, then they'll they'll release it. I I still think that um, kind of like Laron said that it's very possible they're waiting for the Switch Pro. Um, you know, or like at least closer to when that comes out. So if they do have, you know, do release a cloud-based version of it, mm-hmm. that that fans won't have to wait much longer in order to be able to play a physical version of it. Um, because I think the whole thing is is the 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 whole idea of this game is it being a remaster, right? So if now you're calling it a remaster. But you're bringing it to the Switch, and you're doing what they did to Witcher Three, where they just completely downgrade everything. It's not a remaster, then. <laughs> yeah, I like I like a, the way yeah. you said that. It's I like a, that. It's basically a little, maybe a tiny better than the original version of it, mm-hmm. but it's not a remaster because you, it, you're losing, you're losing fidelity. You're losing, you know, like it's not. What it, it's the product that you that's know, being you, sold. You know, and, and Jesse, you know, before, Jesse, you go, Lara, before you go, Lara, uh, and we haven't actually seen the game in mm-hmm. action. You know, yeah, we only yeah, just seen no. the trailer and it was announced. So, well, mm-hmm. oh, go ahead, Lara. I'm going to say this based on what Jesse's saying. I would be mad if I get the Switch version of the Mass Effect Remastered and Mass Effect One looks exactly like Mass Effect One on PS3 and Xbox 360. I will be so mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will be. Uh, I will be so mad. <laughs> Oh, that's what I was telling Ron and, and Nelly and and on uh, Crossroads that we'll know how much effort EA put in once we see gameplay of Mass Effect. That's one. true. Yeah, right. yeah three, Mass Effect. Mass Effect One. Upgrade a little bit. And, and, but and one, we, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but even even in the mm-hmm. even in our, uh, boss rush chat, didn't I say that I want to see how one looks after this? Yeah, yeah every, everybody. One is the one that needs to work. Everybody wants to yeah, see. They, everybody wants to see what that thirteen-year-old, well, fourteen-year-old game by the time the the remaster comes out. Everyone's going to yeah. want to see, want to know how that fourteen-year-old game looks because everybody knows, like anybody can pop in Mass Effect Three right now, and it looks, and it still looks like a current-gen game. Yeah, yeah. And nostalgia only gets you so far. You've got to prove real. yourself for real. So yeah. Well, I everybody do read the blog. I want to know your thoughts. Uh, am I right? <laughs> am I wrong? Yeah. Should I? Am I disappointed? Do you agree with me? Do you not agree with me? Do you agree with these guys? Do, do you think? <laughs> Do you think Mass Effect will, Legendary will come out for a Switch or a Switch Pro? Um, should Nintendo and EA keep their business relationship? I, I want to know. Like I said, you guys can email us at uh, bossrushpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, like, and, yeah, I 
what what happened? Uh, <laughs> the chat, there you got you got to keep no. track of the Twitch chat. <laughs> oh good lord, Andromeda oh. is the best NBA. I will say, Ed, I, I think you're right. I think EA and Nintendo have a really rocky relationship, but I think it's because. Nintendo is passionate about everything they do, and EA is not. True. EA is passionate True. about nothing. Mm-hmm. I like and, that. And, 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 that's why, and, and, and yeah. that's why when I put in the block that the way that Boom Blocks came out for a week, that was a hit. Like it was a big hit on for Nintendo and Microsoft, uh, not Microsoft, Nintendo and EA, and then just to see that they talk about they have a good relationship, but they I, don't release anything on the Nintendo platform. Okay, well, so number like, one, I think I think Boombox, I think Boombox is an, an anomaly, and and every system has that anomaly. Like they have a game, every system has a game that should not have sold anything. <laughs> And and it becomes like a seasonal seller or something like that. Cook Mama's a big example. Cook Mama, in fact, Cook Mama put XE and Marvelous in the black. Didn't when, didn't I yes. didn't, didn't I hear something about like that game only had like a thirty thousand dollar budget, and now that game has had like seven sequels and <laughs> and is everywhere. It, it was it was it was twenty dollars on the DS, and it put them in the black because if that game didn't sell, XE was going to be closing their doors, and mm-hmm. because Cook Mama sold so much, it kept their doors open for mm-hmm. years. Yeah, yeah, um, and they're still kicking. So, but uh, we're going to get to our gaming get down. We got one game that we're all going to bring. Jesse, what have you been getting down with? Because Lebron, I'm going to say you uh, next to last. Okay, next to last. Okay. All right. Yes. So yeah, I've I've played quite a few, but I um the uh one of the games that I'll talk about is uh I I finally or I gave a I gave a Mortal Shell a shot. Now this is a game that we seen a while ago. Um, it's basically like a like a Dark Souls kind of game, um, and it's it's very unique. Like it does the whole Dark Souls thing, mm-hmm. uh, but it's unique in that um, they've kind of added. So like you know, in in Dark Souls and stuff, um, like if you want to block a, an attack or whatever, you have to have a shield. Um, or, you, you know, and then you can like parry and all those kinds of things are in this. But what's really, what's a really cool um, mechanic that they have in this game is um, you don't have a shield. Instead, like your soul can like harden, like your body can harden and uh, like basically turn to stone. And what's really cool about it is um, you can actually do that in the middle of your attack. So like, you know, like, let's say you, you go to, to do an attack with, you know, you go to swing your sword and the, your opponent is swinging at the same time. And now if you, if you just try to go through with your attack, you're going to get hit first mm-hmm. and then, and you know, and then your, your attack's going to kind of be, be, uh, canceled. So what they did is you can actually, if you, you know, like you accidentally hit you know, like too late, you go for your, your attack. You can hit the button and hold it, and then it will harden you. So then, when they follow through with their attack, it just like bounces off of you, mm-hmm. and then you can release it, the button, and then you'll finish your attack and get them back, or you know, like actually follow through with your attack and attack them. So it's a it's kind of a really cool like 
mechanic for for something like that of just being able to kind of pause like almost freeze your body in in the middle of an of uh, an action and uh kind of to to you know make up for for your your you know whatever you could the uh not pushing the button you know soon enough or whatever and so so the whole idea is like kind of like dark souls um like you're the you're kind of the soul or whatever and and you take over bodies like different bodies like that's how you upgrade your like armor and stuff is you're you're taking over different pieces or different armor and stuff like that and you can actually at one point when you when your health gets low you actually get knocked out of out of your mortal you know your mortal body or your mortal shell and you're you know like you're just a soul then and you can try to like when you do that like as long as you can stay you can survive and stay alive if you get back to your your body you can repossess the body and then your health will go back up just a little bit um to to continue um and like as far as the game goes like as far as like the way things look and how it plays i think it plays really well um this is a game I'd definitely like to play on a Series X and see, you know, see like a benefit from, from you know, like a much a little bit more power. But I mean, this game I think runs runs pretty well. And um, if you like the Dark Souls or the you know Bloodborne type like weird looking like characters and just you know creepy kind of aesthetic to the to the game it it definitely does that really well like i uh, like i haven't seen a whole lot yet of of the uh the character models and stuff but mm-hmm. from some of the stuff that i have seen like they, they have some pretty like just weird crazy looking characters and stuff that are just you know very 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 much like dark souls and uh and like bloodborne and stuff like that and you know and like the any of those from software games really but but yeah it's it's a lot of fun like i'm i'm enjoying it it's it has just enough uniqueness to it um and and like the the setting and and just I don't something about it just interests me way more than the Dark Souls games have, you know. Because for me, like it wasn't until uh, you know, like we we had um, uh, what's it called the Rune of Ashes. Well, it's the see oh, this Ashen. game. It, this, yeah, the the it's kind of more like that kind of stuff, but I don't know. It's 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 very much a Dark Souls kind it's of dead. game. I mean, but. But it does add a little bit of their own flair to the whole idea, and and I think it's a it's a good enough you know change that people who do like those kind of games mm-hmm. definitely should give this a try okay. and, and see and see what they think. So, all right, Austin, what what game have you been getting down to? Uh well, I'm playing uh, Borderlands the pre sequel. I'm playing all the DLC because I never got into it. Um, I actually really really enjoy the claptrap dlc so much that i'm making a song about it in my (laughs) in my middle rap album i'm working on (laughs) Um, so 
yeah i'm i I really dig it i really am writing a song it's really inspiring me it's a it's a great piece of dlc um and so i'm enjoying that i'm enjoying the new guns that come along with it this is kind of an older game so i know but uh the glitch guns are really fun they're because you go you're basically you get turned into data and you go inside claptrap is like a data stream and so all these guns that you get are also have weird glitches to them and stuff but they're really powerful when they're when they're not glitching <laughs> kind of thing and they're really fun um and then uh luigi's mansion oh no, i just said one on game Switch. yeah oh one game sorry yeah well well yeah. i'm sorry we, we're mavericks over at crossroads we talk about everything we're playing yeah. unless unless <laughs> unless unless we're like unless we're like a certain pow block host and he talks about 39 games in in, in one in one sitting you know what <laughs> i can only play two games at a time i play one per console i i, I don't have anything on xbox yet but uh i got my twisters I'm gonna let that be that. I'm gonna let you get away with that shade. I'm gonna let you get. I'm gonna let you spill the seed So, LeBron, what what game have you been getting down to? Oh, it's all about Mr. Miles Morales on PlayStation Five. Yes, I've I've been doing. A, I've been I've been wasting so much time in that game. The game is only a ten hour game, but I've been wasting so much time because I'm doing all the side quests. I unlock the cat costume, which. <laughs> which is a, which is amazing, by the way. <laughs> Seeing that cat jump out the backpack as the finisher. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh but yeah um uh, yeah the main thing is um i thought because um, i hadn't played spider-man since it was i hadn't played spider the spider-man franchise game since it was new on ps4 so mm-hmm. it was funny how like i jumped back into the game and uh, i immediately knew how the web swing and all this stuff all over again so the mm-hmm. familiarity was there and stuff like that and uh the one thing i told um i told uh, a, a couple of people in the boss rush chat uh that we have is that um you know like I've been playing in fidelity mode, which basically has all the features and all this stuff on, ray tracing all that stuff, and it, and it, and it caps mm-hmm. it caps the game at thirty frames per second. And I don't even care. I'm I'm loving it. I thought I would have been like, no, I can't play in thirty frames. Like I put in performance mode. I put on performance mode, and I actually got dizzy for a second because <laughs> it started getting it was smoother and faster. I was like, what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? Well, and, well, and with the animation of your of the suits and stuff when you're flying through the air, I would imagine that the thirty frames per second for a game like that, when you're going more for a cinematic feel, anyways, mm-hmm. would be would be fine. It would you know like it wouldn't be that big of a deal compared to you know like like we've talked about like you know first person shooters and stuff like that or things that you want higher resol or higher uh, frame rates for, but. When it comes to a more cinematic game, it's not really as big of a deal. So yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm but I'm loving it. But um, I'm going to spend the rest of this weekend. I'm going to play a little bit more Miles Morales over the weekend. But I'm going to spend the rest of this weekend now doing a deep dive because I have a stack. I have a stack of PS4 games, and I want to see what this sucker does with uh, with PS4 games. <laughs> so I'm going to start messing with that. Like a friend of mine, a friend of mine was complaining about some stuff that he was encountering in, on, on the Uncharted uh, Drake's uh, Drake. Nathan Drake edition, which was basically um, the, which was basically the three pack from PS4 that had all th- the first three games in it. He was yes. he was making some complaints about, it, and I'm saying like, nah, you just need to get good. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm about to pop that in and see if it and see if it's right or or if there's actually some um some weight behind what he was saying. Okay, uh, for me, um, I've been playing Foregone. I'm getting I'm close to the end. I think I got probably about two bosses left that I need to fight. Uh, I. I got my tail whooped, but uh, I'm getting my red items and uh, get doing some grinding. So uh, that my plan is to finish that game up. 
uh, and then you know get ready for next Friday because um, we I I will be returning back to Hyrule. That's all I can say. Hyrule uh, Warriors. Yes, and I'm excited. Hyrule welcomes you. Like I like 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 I said, please just let please just let me know if the frame rate issue is fixed on the game because on the demo I was have I was it was giving me fits and I was like right now Nintendo's not gonna get sixty bucks from me and I really want to play this game because the presentation in this game looks amazing. It does, yes. So um, that is gonna be it for the show, everybody. Just you guys give give you guys heads up. We are doing a show for next week, but the week of. Thanksgiving, we are taking a break. We will not be recording that. So, um, and Power Block won't be recording that that week also. Um, I don't know about AX. Uh, I don't know about you guys. So, at Crossroads, are you guys going to be recording? But the week of Thanksgiving, there won't be a Boss Rush podcast and there won't be a Nintendo Power Block. Um, because you know, I feel like everybody should be able to take that week off to you know, play games, do any kind of Black Friday shopping if they want to, and get ready for uh, December because we got Immortals, we got Cyberpunk, um, and we got a whole bunch of other games that's coming and stuff. So kind of just want everybody to take that break, um, relax, and be able to enjoy that weekend playing games and stuff. But, but are uh, we getting cyberpunk? <laughs> don't 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 do this to me. Oh my! It wouldn't be an episode with the Ron. Don't, don't mention that cyberpunk's not coming out. Do not <laughs> do do not do this to me. Uh, Jesse, where can we find you? Uh, you? You can find me almost everywhere. Is Phantom NXX? Uh, Actually, and now I'm on, I was kind of, I'm working on some more music stuff. And I uh, came across a site called soundclick.com. And you can upload music there. Um, it's very similar to SoundCloud. Um, and I'm, I kind of was just like, you know what, I, I want to, my SoundCloud uh, account free account is like almost full because I have so much crap on there. <laughs> I'm like I I need a place where I can put my my music like my finished product stuff, and so I did put my my um uh the intervention album up on on that. And if you search for Phantom NXS on there as well, uh I sh- my stuff should come up. So like you can actually download the album there. So. So if people want to actually like download it and listen to it, they can go there and instead of just the streaming, like kind of like what the free version of uh, SoundCloud okay. does. So, yes. Austin, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Placed Austin. Um, you can find me on PSN, the same name. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, but you won't see me post anything. I just do it because <laughs> my wife's on it. Uh, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you find me there, and then of course find me on the Land Party podcast that comes out on Mondays. That's on uh, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get it, and then Trash Talk on Thursdays. Yes, Ron, where can we find you? Okay, you can find me on various social media at Exodus eight zero three. That's E X O D U S eight zero three. That's also my uh, gamer tag for PlayStation Network, Steam, and a whole bunch of other places. Um, I also, me and Austin and and Nelly. And usually one special guest right now are are coming to you Tuesday nights, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Crossroads Pod, uh, Pod Rush Show, podcast show for Boss Rush. 
you know, it's funny when I get in the host mode, I get, I get, I get tongue tied. But this whole, this whole thing that we were talking, and you were just the host. I was fine. I was just throwing the words at you and everything. So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So, so come back, come back Tuesday night over here at Twitch.tv/slash Exodus803 uh, and check us out for Crossroads. Uh, we, we're getting the topics ready for you. It's, it's PS5. It's PS5 week uh, for for the Crossroads show. So get ready for that. Yes, and you guys can find me on Twitter at that Bridget Coach. You can check Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, and other podcast apps. Also, check out World World One, World 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 One One Podcast <laughs> on Podbean.com. Uh, also, check out One V One, Nintendo Power Block, Arsenal X, Crossroads, uh, Betting, uh, Recap, and other podcast stuff on BoshRushGames.com, and my writings and our writings on BoshRushGames.com and on YouTube at BoshRushGames. Um, follow us at BoshRushGames. Um, sorry, follow us at BoshRush Podcast. And everybody have a great week. Have a great weekend. And as always, let's continue to play video games and be better to one another. And we will see you next time on BoshRush Podcast. Once again, thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Laron. Thank you, Austin, for coming on the show. And everybody. Let's continue the game. All right. Bye, everybody. Take care. Bye.